2: Fabulous secret powers were revealed to our host as he plugged in his microphone. I have a podcast! Here he is, your Spider-Pan, Jeremy. Hello,
1: hello, yes, uh, you, you get kind of almost a bonus this week. I'm going to get two episodes out this week because we had a, a great conversation on our previous podcast about the 50th anniversary of Disney's Robin Hood, with of course the animated one. Uh, Philip did actually send me a message. He found the, uh, there's a live action one that Disney did as well back in the 50s, which my wife has viewed. I think it was made for the Wonderful World of Disney. It's uh, I think it's a television movie type of thing, or it might have been in the theaters, so I'm not sure. Uh, I know my wife watched it, and it was shown on Turner Classic Movies, I believe it was, when they were doing the uh, Disney nights. I don't know if they're still doing that, because I don't have any sort of, uh, Cable or anything like that you know we're unplugged as it is and we just use a few streaming services and i watch a lot of stuff on youtube but i've mainly this this episode is going to be all about all kinds of different news and different interesting things going on over the last couple of weeks we've got some new trailers even a new trailer that just dropped today that i'm gonna i threw into the show Uh, there's just so much fun and different things to talk about and everything that's upcoming that's pretty much what this show is going to be about So let's just jump right into it uh, with a look at some news. I'm not going to bother with what I've been playing and what I've been watching because, well, you know, I feel like I just discussed it in the earliest episode or earlier episode. So let's just dive right in.
0: The Disney and Geek universe to bring you the best in comics, toys, movies, and entertainment. This is news from around Neverland.
1: And I really need to update that because uh, you might have noticed I've changed things up. And I talked about this in the last episode where uh, I've on Red Circle where I host everything. So hopefully it's updated to Apple. I don't know. That might take some time, but I've changed this to just the Phantom Nexus. Of course, on the logos, we'll still have Neverland in there. And, you know, it's still in our hearts. Uh, for those of us who have been around for my goodness, I'm finishing up the tenth year. Uh, but this is the fandom Nexus. This is where all of us we come together. It's the center point. Uh, but bounding into comics had an article, and I believe I've seen video of this as well, where people were going back to the commentary that George Lucas has said um, in like the Star Wars films. You know where you watch the uh, audio commentary. I'm not sure exactly which film it is. But uh, it says here, Star Wars creator George Lucas explained why Darth Vader and Obi-Wan Kenobi never fought between their battle at Mustafar and the Death Star, despite the entire premise of the Disney Plus Obi-Wan Kenobi series revolving around a rematch between the two before their meeting on the Death Star. Lucas provided commentary on the original Star Wars film for the release of the DVDs back in 2004. As part of his commentary, Lucas detailed, there's another story going on here where Vader senses that Obi-Wan is on the Death Star one of the fun things for me about this movie was that I was making it episode four, which is why I was so adamant about having that on the film. There's a lot of backstory that just, you know, it's interesting. The film was successful as it is, and I hardly told any of the story. But the other backstory is they had this whole confrontation thing, and Obi-Wan almost killed him, and he put him in this suit and everything, and now they're confronting each other again after all these years, he had said. So not only did Lucas make these comments back in 2004, but he also made it clear back in 1981 during Revenge of the Jedi story conference, Lucas comments were recently collected in Star Wars archives, 1999 through 2005 by Paul Duncan back in 2020. Duncan shared an excerpt of the book to Twitter that shows Lucas comment commentary from the story conference. Well, I mean, this article does go on uh, about the, the, you know, this is even uh, there's stuff out of the JW Rinsler book which I'm sure you've heard about the making of Star Wars Return of the Jedi back in 2013. Uh, but there was, you know, it just goes to show Disney has not gone the direction of where George Lucas had intended things to go, which I guess we knew. Uh, but he, George really doesn't have much say anymore. He sold everything. Uh, so he could, he could, apparently I've heard he's making some independent things that he just kind of shows to some friends. He's not planning on releasing everything. He just likes to make stuff. Uh, and that's all fine and good. But uh, yeah, so, I mean, Disney's kind of just doing whatever their own Ideas are and really just trying to almost meet a quota of how much Star Wars can they put out in a year and uh, almost saturating the market with it. Uh, so there's still a lot of Star Wars, but yeah, there you go. They they it wasn't supposed to happen. All right. So speaking of things going on over with it, I got a lot of Disney stuff that actually happened. But Disney's live action Snow White has been delayed until 2025, according to Variety. And Jonathan Major's Magazine Dreams has been pulled off the calendar. Uh, Oh, hey, you know what? I can hit a button, and uh, they'll read this article to us. So let me
3: do that. Disney's live-action Snow White delays to 2025. Jonathan Majors' Magazine Dreams pulled off calendar. I just said that. By Brent Lang. Walt Disney Studios has removed Magazine Dreams, a dark drama starring Jonathan Majors, off of the release calendar. The film, Disney's subsidiary Searchlight Pictures purchased out of Sundance, was slated to premiere on December 8. However, Majors has become embroiled in legal issues involving assault and aggravated harassment allegations stemming from a domestic dispute with his former girlfriend, Brace Jabbery. The actor has pleaded not guilty to the criminal charges. The studio also delayed the debut of its live-action version of Snow White by nearly a year. It will now open on March 21, 2025. Snow White, which stars Rachel Zegler as the beautiful princess who has a bad experience with an apple, and Gal Gadot as the evil queen, was originally slated to debut on March 22, 2024. Elio, a Pixar science fiction animated adventure, has also been pushed back by a year. It was slated to hit theaters on March 1, 2024. Instead, the public will get a look at it on June 13, 2025, with voices from America Ferrera and Mila Jamil and Brad Garrett, it revolves around a boy chosen to become Earth's ambassador to an alien civilization. Disney is the latest studio to make a series of changes to its slate. Warner Brothers, Paramount, and Sony have also undertaken similar shifts as the actor's strike has eclipsed 100 days, preventing studios from finishing films or beginning production on others. Mission Impossible 8. A Quiet Place, Day 1. Craven and more have all been pushed back but Magazine Dreams was probably not going to be screening anytime soon regardless of the labor situation. When Searchlight bought Magazine Dreams earlier this year, it saw the film as a potential Oscar vehicle for the star, who played a disturbed bodybuilder. But if it had stuck to its original plans, it would have debuted the film roughly at the same time Majors was due in court. His trial is set to begin on November 29. Though many reviewers liked the film, some question its popular appeal, Variety's own Kleberman observed in his review out of Sundance, we want to see Killian achieve his dreams, but the film is structured as his long, slow descent into the abyss. Will there be an audience to follow him there?
1: Yeah, and uh, well, when the
3: next trial... article.
1: Oh, no, don't read the next article. Kevin Stop. Turin,
3: euphoria and ex-trilogy producer, Stop. dies at 44.
1: Why did it do that? I don't know who Kevin Turin is who did, but he passed away. Well, there we go. I guess there was a little bit of news. But uh, if Jonathan Major gets found innocent of all of this, uh, which, you know, hopefully if, if he does, then we are all willing to let it go and let, you know, say, well, the courts found that it wasn't evidence or something. If that happens to happen, I wonder if anything will change. Uh, but public opinion doesn't necessarily change just because there's, you know, facts or someone gets dismissed. Uh, and, you know, I don't know if he did what he's accused of. I don't know the evidence. I don't know anything. I uh, will let the courts decide on that. But it has been, it has been a big blow for Disney and Marvel because uh, he was supposed to be playing their next big bad, and he was really good. Uh, but, yeah, we don't know. Now, you might have seen also with the delays of Snow White, there's some new imagery of seeing, uh, quote-unquote, Snow White, sitting around with uh, computer-generated uh, dwarves. Or I guess they're not going to call them dwarves. I don't know if that's been changed or not, to call them dwarves again. Uh, or there's, they're just whatever people. Uh, or maybe they're just going to call the movie Snow White. I don't know. Uh, either way, I don't think there's really much interest still yet in this. In fact, you know, the Daily Wire is making their own version of Snow White for their children's programming, and it's probably going to do better than this Disney release. You know, uh, I think we're kind of tired of the remakes, and Rachel Zegler, I think, has shot herself in the foot with, with the comments that she's made that have not made her popular in the public. Uh, she was better off probably not doing press while this strike was going on, which the strike, by the way, is now over. Uh, that, I guess, would be another piece of news. Uh, there was a couple of other articles that were talking about some of the things, same things, and even uh, some some reshoots for Kang and the Conqueror, uh, which, of course, shot Jonathan Major's article. Uh, but you know, like I said, uh, going forward, I'm not sure exactly how that's going to pan out. Well, let's go ahead and move on to the next thing, uh, which I'm going to change uh, what my next news article was because of something that popped out today. Uh, we actually have a trailer for what the article was about that will answer that question as well. But Variety also had an article saying that Porky Pig and Daffy Duck, uh, one of the most beloved comic duos in showbiz history, are going to make their return to the big screen in a sci-fi comedy called The Day the Earth Blew Up, a Looney Tunes movie. Uh, GFM Animation is launching this worldwide with Warner Brothers Animation. Uh, and this is coming up uh, pretty soon. Uh, they've got some um, some dates on here, October 31st and November 5th. Uh, Well, that's, I guess, the launching of sales of talking about this. But I don't know exactly when this film is supposed to go. Uh, We have not seen any. uh, Well, it looks like they're 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 in production currently and delivery set for quarter two of 2024. We're past that. I don't know that this article has got everything accurate. Let me see. When was this article put out? Yeah, this article was put out 2023. Uh, So. This this film seems to have been delayed by the strike. Uh, I don't know exactly when we're expecting this to come out. Heck, maybe it's been put out directly on Max, uh, you know, the streaming service at this point. But we'll see. Some more Looney Tunes uh, films. I don't know that they always quite hit the marks of the original Looney Tunes cartoons, but, uh, you know, they do try. So, alrighty. But yeah, I didn't know that this was even coming or supposed to have come out. And uh, I came out, but it, was, it came out as a 2023 article. Uh, but that's interesting. Hmm, <laughs> hmm. Uh, another weird thing: green, glowing liquid was coming up from New York sewers, and uh, people were kind of talking about it on social media. It blew up, and people were making you know Ninja Turtle jokes and Ghostbusters jokes, but it turns out to be uh, the dye from plumbers that they were they were they were dyeing some stuff or whatever, so they could see things better uh, in order to work on some stuff in the New York sewers. So everybody had fun with it, which makes it worth talking about, I guess. But <laughs> It was just some dye. All righty, uh, here's a video I want to play for you. Uh, turns out there's a Broadway play coming You might be interested in We were in the middle of breaking season 4 with our
0: writers We started going, okay, well there's definitely more story to tell here We wanted to tell an original story set in the Stranger Things universe And then we heard Stephen Daldry was interested in doing a play He's a director of all these movies And he's an incredibly accomplished uh, theater director And uh, that really is how uh, the first Shadow came about Stranger Things The First Shadow is a prequel, and it's opening in London. It really is a story exploring when Henry Creel first moved into Hawkins. And like every Stranger Things story, there's a new really important character, which in this case is Patty Newby.
3: We are in Hawkins in 1959 with young Joyce, young Hopper, and young Bob. We have Henry, and everyone's trying to figure out their lives in high school
0: main thrust of the
3: story is Patty
0: and her little budding romance with Henry It's also the origin story of how Henry Creel became number one It's the origin of Stranger Things It's the origin of the Upside Down
3: Stand by for
0: everybody. I've loved Stranger Things The series has been a worldwide success and it's really been a passion project for me for years Steve and I have worked together for, what is it, 17 years now. We've always gone, how can we push the barriers of this and not see a moment as a challenge? The team behind Foreshadow, it's the ultimate, it's the dream team.
3: We had a workshop day that like half of our team was gone because they all want Tonys.
0: It's exciting, it's exciting to explore Stranger Things in this new medium. There are a lot of monsters, there are a lot of blood and gut effects, there are a lot of vanishes and appearances, and lots of other things that I'm not going to tell you about now because I don't want to spoil the surprise for the audience. There are so many Easter eggs. to Easter morning. We were fascinated to explore that genre for theatre. This has never been done before on stage. Fans are really in for a treat. This is a cinematic experience mixed with the high stakes and kind of excitement of live theater. This spectacle is gonna be right there in your face. You're gonna have the audience reacting in a way that simply isn't possible with the show.
2: It's completely mind-blowing.
0: It's really crazy what they're gonna be doing. You're going to see
2: Stranger Things on stage in a way that you aren't expecting.
0: I think people are gonna lose their minds. It just come along and see it, man, because it is.
2: Woo.
1: So they are running previews right now, this month, uh, in London for Stranger Things The First Shadow, uh, because it's on stage. And this is uh, the Duffer Brothers actually doing this with a creative team. Uh, Now, sometimes these big, big efforts to bring something to stage. uh, I mean, Harry Potter's kind of gone through it with a lot of effects. There was a Spider-Man musical and that had so many problems with the production, with the stunts and the effects. Sometimes these don't work out very well. Uh, But if this does work out, it'll be interesting to see if it comes to the States. I mean, I'm hearing the Back to the Future musical has come over here and I would like to get an opportunity to see it uh, if it comes into my area. So sounds very interesting. Uh, but there's also a first look other than on YouTube on Gizmodo about Vecna. And the, it's because the origins there. So hopefully I haven't spoiled anything for those of you who have not watched the last season. Something else very interesting kind of happened. Whoops. Uh, and the article is broken. But uh, there was some footage from a prototype of a Daredevil game. And uh, some of you might remember it. There we go. There's the article. Uh, but this was on Gizmodo as well. Uh, there was a Daredevil, the Man Without Fear game that was supposed to come out about, about the same time that the film was coming out uh, for the like PlayStation Two, and it, it was canceled. Uh, but prototype game footage uh, kind of surfaced on the internet, courtesy of a game preservation site called Hidden Palace, and as previously reported in 2016 by Did You Know Gaming. Daredevil was intended for the PlayStation Two, Xbox, and PC from developer Five Thousand Foot Studios and publisher Encore which acquired the game rights to several Marvel characters at the time. Now, Insomniac's getting some rights for some Marvel characters. We do expect a Wolverine game at some point. Uh, The footage shows Matt Murdock doing what he does best, beating up criminals, doing parkour, and tailing with the kingpin bullseye, and his on-and-off flame Electra. The Catholic Guild presumably wasn't finalized as a mechanic yet at the time of the prototype. So Marvel and Sony eventually made it up in time to release a trilogy of rad Spider-Man games in recent years. And the comics publisher has partnered with a variety of developers over the decades. But, uh, apparently there were some clashes between Marvel and Sony because of course Marvel's trying to get the rights to be able to put this stuff out themselves. And so apparently that's what had, uh, some problems with this daredevil game being released. Uh, there is, uh, yeah, they say there's a demand for a solo daredevil game or anything featuring. It's pretty high. They're saying, and it's likely the Marvel is aware of this, and the developer who gets the opportunity to finally make it will happen soon. Which, uh, if something happens, I kind of would expect. Uh, Insomniac will get a chance at it because they've done really well with the Spider-Man games, uh, despite some uh, questionable content. But you can find the this footage on YouTube. I haven't actually gotten a chance to watch it myself. I remember seeing the advertisements though in comic books, and uh, the graphics look pretty good. You know, for the time for PS2. You know, looked very very cool uh but yeah it's a game that we just never gotten and uh i was hoping to get that for xbox until i remember it being canceled lightning mcqueen from disney pixar's cars is coming to rocket league Uh, you're going to get a lightning mcqueen car body and also some other cosmetics Uh, it's going to be called the lightning mcqueen mega bundle it's supposed to be available as of november the 7th uh i i have played through some some uh or some rocket league i was when it was like available to stream for my PlayStation plus account. and I did go through and play it on my own. I haven't really played it online because I know that everybody online is going to be much better at it than I am. Uh, I thought it was very uh, awkward. It's a lot of fun, but it is kind of awkward trying to uh, kick a ball around and score goals with a vehicle. And there's people who've gotten quite skilled at that. And I'm, I'm not that skilled at driving games, uh, but you've also got some race ready decals, the like a Chow goal, expansion explosion, pardon me, and more. So really, really kind of neat there. I mean, you know, they've done a lot of different vehicles in there. I think I've seen uh, the DeLorean from Back to the Future and stuff like that. Different kind of cars that they've made available. Apple, according to the Hollywood Reporter, has set up to do a Peanuts animated film featuring Charlie Brown and Snoopy going to the big city. Or what, the big Apple? Because Apple is going to put it on there. Apple currently has the rights to Charles Schultz Peanuts catalog has and it. They ordered their first original animated film with from Wild Brain Studios and Peanuts Worldwide. This is going to be on Apple TV Plus. They've commissioned the community generated animated film, which will follow Snoopy and Charlie Brown as they and the rest of Peanuts gang go on an epic journey to the big city. And this project marks the first Apple original film in the partnership with Peanuts Worldwide and Wild Brain. That has preceded by streaming of, of, of Library Peanuts originals and specials. Now, I haven't watched any of the newer Peanuts things that they've been making, uh, so I don't know if they've done a good job with it. I you know, I was kind of nervous with, uh, with Charles Schultz being gone and, and not being able to be consulted with things because he wrote a lot of the old stuff himself. But that uh, previous animated movie was really good. I really love it. Uh, but I haven't gotten to watch any of these newer things they've put on Apple+. Plus. Uh, I have not seen it. I really co- would like to check some of them out because I am a Peanuts fan. I don't know if I have access to Apple Plus. I'll have to check. I thought at one point I did, but maybe I don't. Uh, but Steve Martino will direct uh, is being produced by Bonnie Arnold and co-writer Carrie Kirkpatrick, who was has some animating screenwriting credits for Chicken Run, Smallfoot, and Over the Hedge. That's got some pretty good... I never saw Smallfoot, but that's got some pretty good pedigree with, with Chicken Run and Over the Hedge. Uh, the story by co-writers Craig Schultz, Brian Schultz, and Cornelius Ulliano. Uh Well, that's, you know, I guess that's some of uh, the Schultz family there, I guess uh, we got two names in there. The team that wrote the Peanuts movie. Oh, Hey. All right. So that, that's gives me some hope. The Peanuts movie from 20th century Fox, which was based on the Charlie Brown comic strip and earned a nomination for a golden globe for best animated feature film. And I did really enjoy it. So yeah, that's, that's nice. Yes. And there it is says below, it is so special to carry on my father's legacy with an original story from me, my son, Brian and his writing partner, Neil. That's from Craig Schultz. So yes, Craig is his son. And then Brian Schultz is the son of Craig. So, yes, it's, it's being carried on the family legacy, and they're going to make sure it's done the way Charles would have wanted it. So I appreciate it. And they are the people who did the Peanuts movie. Like I said, I did really enjoy that. So I'm going to want to watch this when they get this done. Uh, hopefully the production is beginning very, very soon uh, now that the strike is over. Something else from Variety, uh, Legend of Zelda live-action film is developed from, from Nintendo and Maze Runner director Wes Ball. Now, the gaming legend Shigeru Miyamoto has made this announcement uh, and apparently on his you know, X or Twitter account and said, well, he said exactly. This is Miyamoto. I've been working on a live action film of The Legend of Zelda for many years now with Avi Arad-san, who has produced many mega hit films. He continued and said, I have asked Avi-san to produce this film with me and we have now officially started the development of the film with the Nintendo itself heavily involved in the production. It will take time until its completion, but I hope you look forward to seeing it. And that's exciting. I mean, a nice Legend of Zelda movie. Personally, I I really enjoyed the animated Super Mario Brothers, and I was kind of hoping we'd maybe keep some more animated films, and an animated Legend of Zelda it would be fun. I would have really enjoyed that. But, you know, a live action could be very, very cool. I don't know what sort of story uh, they're going to use. I mean, you've got a lot of um, kind of variety amongst Legend of Zelda, because it's it's like a history of Hyrule that kind of goes, like, centuries, and uh, like history kind of repeats itself. But I would do some sort of basic, you know, go back to the original stuff with the Triforce, definitely, uh, and Ganon, and maybe even have some origin story of Ganon a little bit in there. That's what I would think, and, and you know, get, get, get some of your, your core stuff, because you're going to have a lot of people, of course, seeing this that are Legend of Zelda fans, but you're bound to have some people going in who are not familiar with it, who maybe take a look at it and say, hey, this looks neat, let me go and check it out. Uh, Or, you know, people who really, of course, I think everybody's familiar with it. Like they're familiar with Super Mario Brothers, but not everybody is like an expert on it. Uh, But I think most people did enjoy it as well. Uh, Now, the director, Wes Bell, uh, did Maze Runner and also this upcoming Kingdom of the Planet of the Eights, which was written. Oh, (laughs) that film that I thought, oh, hey, that might be good. I enjoyed the other three. This was written by Jurassic World screenwriter Derek Connolly. Although the the first Jurassic World, I did like that one. So uh, that still gives me some hope. Uh, it's just the other two films that I didn't enjoy. So, And of course, we all are familiar with Avi Arad, who's worked on the live-action Spider-Man movies and Spider-Verse animated films. Uh, so yeah, he's, he was before Kevin Feige. That was Avi Arad who was around making Marvel films. Okay, so the next thing on my list is uh, some recent information. This was on Deadline and also was announced on the YouTube channel for Dallas Jenkins, who's one of the the creators of The Chosen. Uh, He's the father or the son, sorry, of Jerry Jenkins, who's one of the co-writers of the Left Behind series, Uh, by the way, in case you didn't know, but Lionsgate and Kingdom Story Company are teaming together with Dallas Jenkins. They're going to make a film version of the best Christmas pageant ever uh, and a 2024 theatrical release planned. Oh, so maybe they've already got this done. Huh? Well, now that's interesting. Deadline has a button where we can listen to this article as well, Uh, but it is a longer article, so I guess I won't worry about hitting that. Uh, But Lionsgate acquired the global television distribution rights to The Chosen earlier this year, and has already secured licensing deals for the series with Peacock, The CW, and Amazon, where it has been a top 10 series since the launch of Season 3 earlier this year. I still haven't finished watching the first season. I really need to get down to it. Uh, And uh, how this means a lot. I've never actually seen the entire one that I remember, I mean, I, I remember watching it in the first grade, but I don't really I didn't pay much attention to it. There was old TV movies of the best Christmas pageant ever. So I'm not super familiar with it, uh, but they're planning for a holiday release in 2012. Well, I guess it's 2023 right now. I'm, my brain was getting ahead of time. So this will be for next holiday season uh, produced by Kingdom Story. And uh, I don't think we've got any names attached to it for any actors yet at this time. Uh, so, yeah, but this is coming up, so we'll check it out. I'm, uh, I'm interested in to see this. This could be a lot of fun. It is a very funny story after all. And uh, there is a little announcement that Weird Al Yankovic made on Facebook saying that the Weird Al Yankovic story is coming out on DVD, Blu-ray, and 4K Ultra HD, uh, jam-packed with sp- cool special features. But if you just can't wait, you can buy or rent the digital version on iTunes, Amazon, etc. right now now it says next month, and I'm trying to think, when, when did I see this? Did I see this here in November or did I see it in October? <laughs> I, I think it. you should expect to see it at least in December in time for Christmas, right? And I think we already did discuss this movie. I did a review of it. I enjoyed it. It was funny. It was exactly what you'd expect a weird out to do of a parody of a biopic about his own life. It was really, really funny, and I did definitely, definitely enjoy it. Uh, Now, I didn't get my link set up very well for this one. Give me just a second here and we're going to click and click over to something that uh, came from Fox Business. Disney CEO Bob Iger says company is looking to cut costs by 7.5 million. That's a big, big, big change. So there was an ad trying to pop up there. And I have stopped it. There we go. So he and the company said Wednesday afternoon, that was last week on Wednesday, that it has increased our annualized efficiency target to 7.5 billion while continuing to aggressively manage its cost base. Disney had said in February, it wanted to save 5.5 billion across the company with new cost reduction goal. That means 2 billion more in costs get trimmed. Now uh, this, of course, we've, they've closed down the star Wars um, hotel. Uh, My cousin thought she had heard somewhere that they were closing down the Star Wars, uh, Star Wars land. Basically, Uh, I forgot the name of it. See how far disconnected I've gotten from Disney at this point. Uh, But they uh, did not shut down. They're not shutting down the parts of the park that is still in there. Uh, But Disney is apparently wanting to buy the remaining a third of Hulu from Comcast. So maybe they're going to focus a little bit more on some of their streaming, even though they are losing some money with Disney Plus, apparently. Uh, the entertainment giant announced the new cost savings target while disclosing its fourth quarter results in late afternoon. It says Disney is on track to achieve the new savings, Iger said during an earnings call. He added that the thoroughly restructure the thorough, not thoroughly restructuring that has been engaged in has enabled tremendous efficiency. Early in the year, the company moved to have just entertainment, sports, and experiences segments, and slashed thousands from its headcount, among other measures. Now, cussing. Cutting from their headcount, I figure that means a lot of people have lost their job. Uh, the fourth quarter revenue came in at $21.24 billion. Net income hit $246 million. Those figures represent 5.4 and 62.9 increases year over year, respectively. So, um, they, I'd, I'd say probably their parks are probably still doing okay. It's uh, a lot of their films, I think, is where they're really struggling. They need to really get back on track with uh, the values that uh, were instilled in the uh, original stories and what Walt would have presented, uh, because really they've got agendas and uh, kind of preachy with what they're putting out, them and Pixar both. And uh, I think they're getting to where we're just not excited about some of their their films anymore. Uh, There's a growing number of us not really enjoying Disney anymore. Okay, well, it's about time we turn the corner to the Neverland Trailer Park. But first, I have been telling y'all about Dubby w.gg use the discount code neverland. And I do have links at neverlandpodcast.com. You have a big uh, graphic there. They make an energy drink, but it's a powdered energy drink. So you can add water yourself. You can, they have a variety of different flavors. You can order yourself a nice water bottle even to use. And if you use the discount code, you get a 10% discount. Or if you go, of course, through my website and through and click in there. Plus I get a little bit of a help in supporting the show, but W I haven't gotten to try any yet. Uh, I'm having some issues with, uh, I'm supposed to be able to order and get some packs, but I haven't figured out how to get that set up to where I'm supposed to get some free packs so I can sample all that. So I can tell you all about it. Uh, I have not figured out how to get that to work. I need to get a hold of somebody over there at W to tell you, you know, how good it is, but they say that this is going to be, uh, this is nutritious and it's not going to give you the jitters, which I know I've gotten sometimes from caffeine. Uh Sometimes when I drink some iced tea, I get the jitters. I had that happen to me. So, Yeah, yeah, because I'm not really supposed to have much caffeine. So a nice, healthy alternative is a great idea. All right. But uh, let's go and hear a couple more ads from some of our other uh, sponsors. Well, not really sponsors, but, you know, some more ads that, uh, yeah, here's the ads. Okay.
2: No, but guy, give me that sugar. Come here. Oh. Get
0: him. Mom. Oh. Get that. Ah. The Neverland Trailer Park. I've
1: got a lot of trailers for you. There
0: are two things in the music business, before thriller and after thriller.
2: Thriller set the standard of what it was to be a megastar. Michael had such a clear vision of what he wanted. He was determined to
3: change the way he was perceived. I came in angry. He was a perfectionist. I wanted the best. And look in the mirror and I take the biggest selling album of all time. The greatest singers do what the music tells them to do. Everybody waiting to see the next big Michael Jackson album.
0: As a matter of fact, I asked what Mama Say, Mama Say, Mama Kusa meant. Mm-hmm.
3: Or it don't mean nothing, just sing it.
0: He had the ambition to become the biggest star in the world, and he did it. You could feel the excitement in the room, knowing that we were doing something special. There was a sense of culture. It felt like he's rocking with us. We can dance to his music.
1: He saw value in street
2: culture, popping, locking.
0: No one had ever put those elements together.
3: Nobody seen the moonwalk coming. Huh?
0: He just laid a bar on that room.
2: stepping on the pavement. It was about making the magic.
1: Like a musical, damn near. He wanted to go out and tour for a thriller, but Joseph Jackson had other ideas.
0: It's the ultimate blueprint to modern pop music.
2: It was probably everything that I ever loved in one. Michael's gone from being a pop star to a phenomenon. If Thriller came out today, it would still be the greatest album ever made.
1: Paramount Plus will be getting this in December. Uh, I just had the date in front of me. December 2nd to Paramount Plus with a Showtime plan, which I do currently actually have. So 40 years after the release of Michael Jackson's Thriller, the best-selling album of all time, director Nelson George takes fans back in time to the making of a pop masterpiece. With never-before-seen never before footage, and Candid Interviews. I am actually pretty excited. And of course, we had the Thriller album, because I think everybody did back in the day. Of course, we had an LP, listened to that a lot. Uh, Michael Jackson, well, no, I guess maybe not everybody. There was people who hated him already even back then. Uh, and things kind of went a weird, you know, later on in his career, but this was what sort of introduced Michael Jackson to people of my generation when we were kids. We weren't really familiar with the Jackson 5, you know, so much we didn't know what it was like our parents would have. Uh, so, but this was Michael Jackson getting off on his own here's another film coming to Disney Plus called The Shepherd
2: did you have family in the force sir? yeah my father missing in
0: action over Germany
2: so you followed him into the force
0: yeah I did you're sure about this you've only just got your night rating it's a straight run across the North Sea perfect night for flying
2: everything seems to have stacked up in your favor looks like you're going home for christmas thank you sir
0: so charlie delta emergency calling all channels come in multiple instrument failure electrical failure fuel status critical <laughs> Please get me out of this bloody mess.
2: All I wanted was to come home to spend Christmas with you. Mr. Johnny went out on his last patrol Christmas Eve 1943, just 14 years ago tonight. If this is it, then I don't seem to be afraid anymore. He used to go out over the North Sea. Looking for a crippled plane, sometimes in fog, so dense. I couldn't see your hand. It's light tonight. Lord, please send someone to lead me down.
1: So it's an original short film that's supposed to start streaming on December 1st. Don't know how long of a short film that means, but it says in the description on Christmas Eve, a young Royal Air Force pilot flying home across the North Sea finds himself in peril when his radio and electric power cut out, leaving him stranded and running on limited fuel. Just when it appears his luck is about to run out, a mysterious good Samaritan guides him to stay to safety. This stars Ben Radcliffe, Stephen McIntosh, and Academy Award nominee John Travolta streaming on december the first uh now this looks pretty good i don't know how long a short film would be i guess that means you're under in an hour uh, i guess that's what that means uh but yeah uh, it looks very interesting uh this is apparently based off of a, a story or a book or something that people are familiar with and this is the first time it's ever been adapted to uh being on film uh, and I, it's looking at me right in the face marvel studios echo Uh, Yes, there was a teaser for that. Uh, It's going to be a TV mature. And I didn't know if that was appropriate for my podcast here. Uh, But yes, and I'm not that I might, I might watch it. I don't know. I I didn't think echo was that interesting. Uh, It's kind of an origin story for that. Uh, But here's something I am interested in checking out another documentary called timeless.
0: Harrison, he's not
2: interchangeable. Other actors cannot fill those shoes. I never expected to be a leading man. I was the first one in our family to go to college, and I was not a good student, Then I didn't fit in, and then I found drama. The people that I was telling stories with were the people I was missing. I started doing tiny little parts in television shows, and I ran out of money, and a friend of mine suggested I take a job as a carpenter. He had lived a life before he became a movie star. George and Steven, these guys were young, upcoming. When they came into my life, things got better. I became very aware of this movie star in waiting. Trust me. We had great stories to tell. Are there any surprises in this
0: film? Oh. Only Harrison can play Indiana Jones because he is Indiana Jones. I'm sure it's not dangerous. If it was dangerous, they would wait until we got more of the movie done.
3: <laughs> he wants to work hard. He's a once-in-a-generation movie star. But there's more to Harrison than meets the eye.
1: We all need heroes like him. The secret of being an iconic actor is they'll refer to him when they're referring to a particular kind of actor. When they say Harrison Ford type, you've become an icon. Coming to Disney Plus on December the 1st, Timeless Heroes, Indiana Jones and Harrison Ford. Discover the untold story of how Harrison Ford became Indiana Jones. Once again, like I said, streaming December 1st on Disney Plus. And this is, of course, brought to you by Lucasfilm. So they have footage of George that looks like it's older footage of George. I don't know if they went and talked to him recently or not. I don't know. We'll find out, I suppose, later. But uh, that looked pretty cool. So I'm definitely interested in that. Something else coming to Netflix that just looked like some fun with Jennifer Garner. Family Switch. I worry that
2: we're all kind of disconnected. Did you ask me something? Hmm? What? It's Okay, Good, Good night. night.
0: Do you think it's good for you to live like this? Heads up. You're really not supposed to use your hands.
1: Why a family meeting downstairs?
3: Let's go. Can you help me with this problem? I'm kidding. You can't help me. No, I can't. We are going to make a happy memory as a family.
0: I wish you could be me. I would love for you to be me for one day. I would love
2: for you to know what it's like to be me. I would kill to eat a dozen donuts and just have it burn right off.
3: Would you take a picture of my family, please? Everybody say, Merry Christmas.
0: What are you doing in my bed? in yeah, my bed. Why am right, I wait. in your bed, Mom? What is happening? Huh? That's me. See. Mom? Wyatt? Dad. Situation that has never happened before. I'm 17 again. I'm 13, going on 30. It's so freaky. What's wrong with Pickles? What's going on with Miles? Pickles is Miles. What's <laughs> oh, my age again? We just need to get through today and figure out how this happened. Your dad happens to be the toast, and high school's kind of my jam. You stole my first kiss? No, I pulled away. You rejected dad. Ariana? Dad! I can't believe I thought we could pull this off. Be a boss. Uh huh. Be a uh-huh. boss. Uh-huh. Be a a a boss. boss be a boss ah! what's my age again
3: sounds like you need to fix what is broken we've got
2: this we're walkers and walkers never quit cramps ow are they going to a quality
0: more than anything I just want you to be okay we have 24 hours if we don't figure this out we're going to be stuck like this forever this is the most exciting thing I've done in years. Whatever happens, we'll get through it together. This is just a dream, and we have to wake up. laughing. Whoa! I think the dog and the baby are spending too much time together.
1: What's my age again? On Netflix, November 30th... Jennifer Garner and Ed Helms and Family Switch, which says Jess and Bill Walker are doing their best to keep their family connected as their children grow older, more independent and more distance. When a chance encounter with an astrological reader causes the family to wake up to a full body switch on the morning of the most important day of each of their lives. Can the Walkers unite to land a promotion, college interview, record deal and soccer tryout? This is Jennifer Garner, Ed Helms, Emma Myers, and Brady Newn, starring in a family comedy directed by McGee and based on the book Bedtime for Mommy by Amy Krauss Rosenthal. What's fun about this, I mean, because we've seen Switch movies before, Parent Tra- or not Parent Trap, but um, Freaky Friday, uh, what was the one in the 80s? I think it happened in a couple of different 80s, or, well, maybe at least one, with Fred Savage, even in it, Fred Savage with... Uh, no, that was a different one. There were at least two. There was vice versa because there's one Kirk Cameron and Dudley Moore, where our father and son that got switched, and then Fred Savage and uh, uh, I cannot think of his name who played his dad, and they swapped. Oh my goodness! But there was also 18 again, where uh, it was George Burns, uh, was supposed to be turning 81, although he was already older than that. and Was was getting swapped with uh, his grandson. I mean, it's been done before, but what's fun and different about this is I like the idea of the baby and the dog getting swapped. Okay. It just seems like it's going to be funny, uh, and I, 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 I'm I, into it. I'll, I'm going to check it out. some nice, good family comedy. Uh, I That's how you get my attention. Uh, here's another documentary, David Holmes, The Boy Who Lived, uh, a documentary about uh, the stunt double for Daniel Radcliffe in the Harry Potter films.
3: A being a stuntman Action. is the best job in the world. Take one. You're constantly being tested, just risking it all. I used to fly. Nothing's like it, man. Cameras.
0: Steve Holmes, Stunberg,
3: it's your name. David went in for something for the sheer fun of it. Go on, David. Go on, David. He had no concepts of fear. I knew I was going to be a stuntman and I got the best job in the world. Lead stunt double for Daniel on the Potter films.
2: Dave just seemed like a cool older brother. He would do the most dangerous physical stuff. We would do things none thought was possible.
3: What was nice about it was that they all grew up together 10 years on every film. It was brilliant. until it wasn't. I remember straight after breaking my neck as there's no chance of coming back. Worst day in the film is this that I've ever had.
2: <sighs> it is unfair. He shouldn't have had to do any of that. In my mind, Dave's indestructible. This terrible thing happened to Dave, but I don't want to talk as if his life is a tragedy. The way his life has affected the lives of people around him means that it is the furthest thing from that imaginable. Three, two,
3: one. Salvation! Before our accident, everything was about being cool, and being a something. Now it's about being present. I have so much love in my life. Well, I needed a couple <laughs> of You got your mum. You know, I have lots of great friends and I'm so lucky. I've had such a crazy life. Such highs and such lows. But was able to find light. In the darkest of places.
0: And
1: Coming to Max on November 15th, just a couple of days from the time I'm recording it, and probably on the day that I'll release this. Uh, this will be, of course, like I said, on Max. Uh, it's about Daniel Reckman's stunt double, uh, David Holmes. Uh, it seems like it's going to be interesting. For those of you, us that were fans of the Harry Potter films, I think you're really going to enjoy this all right what do we got next i got so much stuff here okay I'll double check to see i've got so many different things i don't want to make sure i don't miss anything here we go good burger 2 for those of you who are fans
2: the new adventures of ed dex starts now oh, oh, sorry uh the new adventures of ed and dex starts now ah! You think I can get a job at Good Burger? I'm putting a good word to Mr. Jensen. That's not soap, by the way. It's maple syrup.
0: Why? (laughs) Do you guys serve veggie burgers? I can
2: serve anything on the menu. I'm Are you using a plunger to unclog the shake machine, as in the same plunger we use to unclog the toilet? Uh, no.
0: It really means a lot that you came to see me. Well, you're my best friend. We're gonna be opening mega-good burgers in cities all over the world. From
2: Hollywood to Hong Kong. Hong Kong is not a city, it's the name of an ape. King Kong. The game with the paddles? Ping-pong. The sound a doorbell makes. Ding-dong! What? We shut down this store. Shut it down! Ooh, shut, shut it down. down! I don't think you really understand. You're on fire! I like that fire! <laughs> fire! <laughs> it's hot! You just got hustled. Welcome to Good Burger. Can I take your order? Whoa. Megacorp wants to replace everybody with robots. We gotta do something.
3: We're going to change the world.
2: Here's your burger. Come on! Ah. I asked for no ice, but there's ice in here.
3: Ah, no problem, dude.
2: I'll get you another one. Oh dude, I'm glad you're back.
1: All right. So uh for all of you, uh, well, I guess would it be the millennials that would have been into this? <laughs> I don't know. Calling all dudes, buckle up because the new adventures of Index start now. Your fa- favorite fast food duo is back and serving up nostalgic laughs and new antics in Good Burger 2, streaming November 22nd, only on Param- Paramount Paramount Plus. I was too old for the first good burger. It was a, it was a kid's movie when I was an adult. Uh, so the kids and the generation behind me, maybe even a couple generations behind me, this is for you. Not quite for me. Although it looks like it might be kind of fun, but also kind of weirdly dumb with the robot thing. But I don't know. I think that's the idea. It's supposed to not really be believable. It's just supposed to be silly. Here's something. Did you know that CS Lewis and Sigmund Freud actually had a, uh, a session or a conversation together? Well, that story is coming to, uh, I believe, hopefully, it's theaters with well, Anthony Hopkins,
0: Professor Lewis. Yes, Anna Freud. Ah, nice to meet you. And you. Good luck,
2: Doctor Freud. Sit, please. Not there. That's the transformation couch. You be careful. <laughs> Why would you come here to see me if you disagree so passionately with my views? You've insisted all your life that the very concept of God is ludicrous. Yes. Clash between God and Satan. Ah, but I did not say whose side I was on. I consider what people tell me far less interesting than what they choose not to tell me. Have you frightened off your professor yet? <laughs> not yet. Soon, perhaps. You challenge my disbelief. Is that great? I do. Well done. God! Too late to turn back now. It seems to me, Professor, you've never matured enough to face the terror of being alone in the dark. What is it you think I'm so afraid of. Yeah, we're all terrified. So you bury your doubts. You bury your memories of the war. But at the core of your being, we're all cowards before death.
1: Freud's last session or session, is aimed to come out here at Christmas. It says here on the eve of the Second World War, two of the greatest minds of the 20th century C.S. Lewis and Sigma Freud converge for their own personal battle over the existence of God. As this interweaves the lives of Freud and Lewis, past, present, and through fantasy, bursting through the conf- confines of Freud's study on a dynamic journey. This is being brought to you by Sony Pictures Classic. It does not give a date for when this film will be released. Uh, but uh, very interested in this because I'm a fan of C.S. Lewis and the Narnia books. Uh, he is one of the greatest Christian apologists who ever walked this earth. So uh, definitely want to see what his conversation was like with Sigmund Freud. Oh, speaking of Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, I think we talked about this film coming out. Uh, here's the trailer.
2: When I sleep, I see strange things. Memories? Not memories. New things. I see everything. (laughs) That is not everything.
1: Memorial Day to theaters from 20th Century Studios. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the global epic franchise, set several generations in the future following Caesar's reign, in which apes are the dominant species, living harmoniously, and humans have been reduced to living in the shadows. As a new tyrannical ape leader builds his empire, one young ape undertakes a harrowing journey that will cause him to question all that he has known about the past and to make choices that will define a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Those last uh, last trilogy of films, I really did enjoy those. Uh they're ooh, they're deep uh stuff. So I mean there's it's not like what I call fun watching. It is some solid science fiction where it's lesson stuff. I, you know, I don't own copies of those. I probably need to watch them again sometime. Uh, but I remember watching them, but they were they're not they're not fun where you watch them repeatedly. They're ones that you watch and you kind of take it in. I mean, they're just they're good. They're just that good. We'll just believe it at that. So this, though, is a kind of a different direction because they kind of wrap things up with Caesar, uh, voiced by Andy Serkis. Andy Serkis, of course, was great. Uh, but I do like that these actually look like irregular apes. All right, but we're going to something else that's going to be serious. And, of course, it's, it's historical drama, but not necessarily following perfectly to history, which, you know, we've heard about from. Uh, and the, I don't know what rating this is going to get, but Napoleon. We got another trailer for Napoleon, and I'm still curious about this.
2: General, we are discovered. Good. Wait! Spice! Retreat! I'm not built like other men. Generals gathered in their masses Move along now!
0: Those in power only see me as a brute, unfit for higher office.
2: Just like witches at black masses.
0: But I follow in the footsteps of Alexander the Great and Caesar.
2: Evil minds and blood destruction. If you look down, you'll see a surprise. Once you see it, you will always want it. Sorcerer of death, construction.
0: I must warn you, I will not lead a second
2: in command. I will win by fire. I am destined for greatness. I found the crown of France in the gutter
0: and placed it atop my own head.
2: be great but you are nothing without me say it i believe i speak for all of us we will all sleep again without this vermin
0: whose country are we in
1: Supposed to be out here by Thanksgiving. Yes, it's got an R rating, so unfortunately this will be the end of our coverage of it. I just saw at the end of this. Yes, it's going to have an R from Ridley Scott, uh, Napoleon. So uh, if it's just an R for violence, I'll go see it. I, you know, I, I try to skip out if they have a you know R for uh, nudity and stuff like that. Uh, like Gladiator I, was violent. It was an R, R rated movie, and I enjoyed that film as well. Uh, Ridley Scott, I don't think, is really known for just throwing a bunch of nudity in there uh, into his film, so Hopefully that's not the case. Uh, I try to avoid the nudity. Uh, but uh, if it's if it's just because it's a bit violent, uh, I mean, Gladiator was a bit violent, but it wasn't like as bad as some other stuff I've seen. So I'm hopeful to uh, be able to check it out. But uh, yeah, I guess uh, that's probably the, about the last you're going to hear about it because that's not the way I run this podcast. But something you will be able to hear about, uh, all of you anime fans, we got something new from Studio Ghibli uh, from Hayao Miyazaki. We got the boy and the heron. Uh, here you go. Here's a quick trailer.
2: Mahito. So you made it, Mother. Have a seat.
3: It's this way, Mahito.
0: A lot of strange things happen in this place. History.
2: I just hope he stays safe. Save me. Save me, my
0: door!
3: What exactly are you?
2: Ah. Dear mother. She's awaiting your rescue.
3: I'll be your guide. What is this place? This world is filled with the dead. I know it's a lie, but I have to see. I'm looking for someone. Let's go.
0: We must protect this world ourselves.
3: Go back, now! Angel! Michael. You and
2: I aren't friends or allies, kid.
3: Don't let go, no matter
0: what. Ready? <sighs>
2: See this world? There's more work to be done.
3: A gray heron once told me that all gray herons are liars. So is that the truth or a lie? A the lie. truth. I mm. <laughs> <Except> we <laughs> have to be a
2: lie too.
1: Alrighty, rated to PG-13. The Boy and the Heron from H- Hayao Miyazaki and Studio Ghibli. Uh, this is coming November 22nd with her special preview engagements in New York City and Los Angeles. The rest of us theaters nationwide and IMAX December the 8th. This is his first feature film in 10 years. An original story written and directed by the Academy Award winning and, and director himself. Produced by Studio Ghibli, co-founder Toshio Suzuki, and the film features a musical score Miyazaki's longtime collaborator Joe Hisaishi. Uh, the theme song for the film Spinning Globe was penned and performed by global J-pop superstar Kenshi Yonezu. English voice cast includes Christian Bale, Dave Batista, Gemma Chan, William Defoe, Karen Fukuhara, Mark Hamill, Robert Pattinson, or Pattinson, if I can say it right, and Florence Pugh. All production of English language version was done in compliance with SAG-AFTRA. Of course, they have to put that in there because, you know, we were just having that strike. Okay, but yeah, I might want to check that out. I know my wife will be interested because you know she's into the Miyazaki movies. *Shogun*.
2: Do not be fooled by our politeness, our bows, our mesa rituals. Death is in our air and sea and earth just remember we live and we die we control nothing beyond that there's a saying out here every man has three hearts one in his mouth for the world to know another in his chest just for his friends and a secret heart buried deep where no one can find it what kind of man wields power in a land like this the one with the open or the one you never see I die here, likely. War is coming. Life and death are the same. Both can have value and purpose. This is not where we die. We should be corpses, I right know. But here we are. My life is mine, and yours is yours. If you can't see that, you'll never be free of this prison. It is you who is imprisoned. Freedom is all you ever live for. <laughs>
1: Starting this next February, a series coming it's going to be on Hulu and FX Shogun, an epic saga, saga of war, passion and power set in feudal Japan. Uh, I was going to go a little deeper into this, but, uh, you know, we've already gone at this an hour. Uh, I was looking up because I knew this was a novel and it's a big novel. But I mean, this is a big, long epic type of thing. Uh, and I, I don't know if it's ever been adapted to film before. Uh, it probably has. Uh, but this, of course, they should be able to get all the detail in as a series. So I'm interested to check this out. Uh, coming, like I said, in February. Now we're going to get to those even more exciting ones. My goodness! Well, I told you we had a lot, but here we go: Ghostbusters, Frozen Empire. Yeah, and the song's going to get me a copyright I'm thing here. You
0: it's going to be another hot one out there. In fact, there are heat alerts in effect for New Jersey, feeling like a hundred degrees. <laughs> Why is that?
2: in New York history people froze to death in the middle of July what is it
0: the death chill the power to kill by fear itself your veins turn to rivers of ice your bones crack
2: and the last thing you see is your own tear ducts freezing up like literally scared to death
1: so cool. <laughs> All righty. So, coming to theaters this spring. Uh, originally, I think when we were hearing stuff. Uh, they, they were talking about trying to get it out here, I think, by Christmas, but I'm sure the uh, strike had something to do with it. it says here, it'll send a, st- a chill down your spine. Watch the teaser trailer for Ghostbusters, Frozen Empire, coming exclusively to movie theaters. And all we know is this spring coming very soon. Paul Rudd is, of course, back with Egon's kids. We even get to see Ernie Hudson, Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd making appearances in the film. Not sure how much of a role they get to play this time around, but uh, it is nice. To see them again popping up in the film okay so next we have uh, well this is a tv movie coming to peacock but i'm excited mr monk's last case
2: the great adrian monk for a while there you were solving a major case every week i couldn't have done it alone i could have but it would have taken longer i have traumatic symptoms unprecedented in psychiatric history He's afraid of heights. It's his second biggest fear after
0: germs. Actually, it goes germs, needles, birds, then heights. That was no accident. He was murdered. You have to help me. Turn, turn it, turn it, turn it. There's a bomb. There's a bomb. You're not helping. We should leave a note.
2: When COVID hit, I was in bad shape. This is mine. Look at us.
3: Everybody's you.
2: They're going to hate it is what happened. So how does it feel to be working again? Like riding a bicycle. I'm glad to hear that. I mean, it's terrifying. Streaming
1: December the 8th on Peacock. I would recommend getting Peacock here. Do I get this to stop here? There we go. Uh, So in this follow-up movie, Monk, a brilliant San Francisco-based detective with obsessive-compulsive disorder returns to solve one last very personal case involving his beloved stepdaughter, Molly, a journalist preparing for her wedding, which I think we, we met Molly uh, in the original series. Wow. I, I kind of remember that. I haven't watched every episode of uh, of Monk, but I do I love it. I've seen like the final episode. Uh, it's very, very good. Uh, so if you if you've never watched Monk, I do recommend it. It is funny and charming. And Tony Chalhoub is just great. And they're good stories, good mysteries. Uh, definitely. If you have Peacock, check it out. And if you don't have Peacock, go get it just so you can check it out. Here's something that uh, if I was still paying attention, to Disney and Pixar so much, I probably would have known was coming inside out Two. Our
2: little girls growing up so fast. And things couldn't be better. What
0: is that? <laughs> I,
2: I, I. Okay, let's clear it. Up. orange do I look orange I didn't touch it orange is not my color not me hello ah! Ah! oh my gosh I'm anxiety where can I put my myself a new emotion
3: wow oh I'm
2: sorry we wanted to make such a good first impression ah. what do you mean
0: we
1: So, coming this June, Inside Out 2, brand new emotions. The little voices inside Riley's head know her inside and out, but next summer, everything changes when Disney Pixar's Inside Out 2 introduces a new emotion, anxiety. According to director Kelsey Mann, the new character promises to stir things up within headquarters. Anxiety, voiced by Maya Hawk, might be new to the crew, but she's not really the type to take a back seat. Uh, that makes a lot of sense if you think about it in terms of what goes on inside all our minds. The trailer, poster, and film stills. Are now available for what promises to be the Feel Good or Feel Everything film of the summer of 2022. So the first film, let's it was a coming-of-age story in its own way, right? Um, and I remember when I was driving a school bus and we took some middle schoolers to go see the film, and it was perfect for them. It was definitely aimed at them. Uh and it's a growing up thing. This, Riley turns 13, so she enters that teenage years, and so Oh, look, another growing thing. And so it feels to me when I look at this, like it's uh, rehashing the first movie in a lot of ways. But finding a different way to do the same story that we had in the first movie. So I have my doubts. I have my doubts. And I didn't used to ever doubt Pixar. But, well, here we are. And uh, I've gained a lot of doubts in Pixar over the years. But there it is. Inside Out 2. We'll just see. Uh, those of you who have any fans of Avatar The Last Airbender, because it's been five minutes, apparently we needed to have yet another uh, remake of sorts, another live action. Uh, I believe this will be a series here for Netflix. Let's take a listen.
2: Time. Time is a funny thing. The past. The future. It all gets mixed up. There's only one way you keep it straight. Please remember who you are.
1: February twenty second, coming to Netflix, Avatar: The Last Airbender as a live action. Now, those of you who were fans of the old show, you'll have to tell me if you've looked at this and what you thought. If it, you know, it seems a bit more faithful than the uh, the previous M Night Shyamalan movie was. Uh, I I couldn't get into the animated series because the animation had that choppiness. I just I couldn't watch it. It just uh, it bugged me. Uh, so I was never really able to get into the original series. But this, I might give it a shot and check it out okay and then one more surprise trailer and then we'll be able to wrap this up I hope you've been enjoying this my goodness I had a lot of trailers but we finally got a and I I skipped over an article about this because Chris Pratt was cast uh, and I didn't know that we were going to have a trailer this soon for an animated Garfield movie with Chris Pratt playing Garfield you hungry little guy
2: little guy. <laughs> you want a little more <laughs> And that's how I adopted John. Yeah. Okay, now have you ever been with a plate? <clears throat> Don't need his spatula. No, please no! Ow, it's so high, ow it's really hurting. Ow, ow, ow. You deserve mm. to be seen! With somebody is ah. Say when? Never, John. Bury me in cheese. Uh-oh. I apologize in advance. The eating you're about to see will not be pretty. And if you have young children, this would be a good time for them to leave the room. You will <laughs> never seen nobody there. Oh. <gasps> hey, don't you? This is, this is Vic, this my fly. father. You ever jumped a train? I've never jumped. Here's that stop.
0: Really? Where? Ah. Oh, Odie, you think he'd see that coming?
2: Let's get it. I deserve to be with somebody as as me.
1: Uh. Now. Wait for it. Okay, this is a separate thing here. get out. They're actually doing for some promotion with this trailer that they want you to send some footage of your cat that so they can use in the trailers. Um, but yeah. It says, Monday just got a whole lot better. Watch the Garfield movie trailer now. Because today was a Monday, that I'm recording this, and that's when this trailer dropped. Uh, So this actually looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, It was a lot of non-dialogue there where you kind of see this cute little bit where you see a kitten Garfield coming off the streets, because if you've ever watched, uh, there was an old Garfield special where he met, like, his mother uh, and their family and the little, you know, they're all a bunch of street cats and alley cats, and he was a kitten apparently when he was found by John, but apparently this is him finding John sitting in an Italian restaurant eating a pizza and John offers Garfield, a you know, a couple pieces of pepperoni. So oh, you want a little more? And of course, Garfield gobbles down the entire pizza. And that's when everything changes and we see him just gobbling down everything. Cause that's what he does. So, uh, I, I'm looking forward to checking this out. This looks like it's going to be fun. And I, I do like Garfield. I know some people have issues with Garfield. Don't like him or whatever. Don't think it's funny. I have enjoyed it. So I am looking forward to checking this out coming from Sony pictures, entertainment, uh, I believe uh, this summer is the idea. And of course, his voice, you know, Chris Pratt. Uh, also, we have Samuel L. Jackson, of course, playing his father. Uh, so, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to checking this out. But that's finally going to wrap up everything we had. Uh, what are you looking forward to most to coming out? Well, other than Dune 2, of course, but, you know we've got a lot of stuff, but of the trailers that we heard, what is What gets you most excited for uh, what's coming out next? Uh, I got to say, I'm probably most excited for ghostbusters. You know, I, I did enjoy afterlife and you know, this one looks cool and a lot of fun. So I'm definitely looking forward to that let's go ahead and get our thank yous out of the way. A thank you to Karen Kennedy, Ricky Pope, Christian Nerds Unite, and Darren Wilhite of the Wilhite and Wall Show for helping me out with the intro. Make sure you go to visit NeverlandPodcast.com where you can find links, for, of course, for Patreon.com, uh, links for, of course, that Dubby that I mentioned earlier, and you can get your energy drinks without the jitters. Also, my podcast reviews. If you happen to have a podcast, you want to get your reviews from around the world, send them straight to your email, plus a lot of other new features that uh, Daniel's working on. Uh, go check it out. Remember, you can email us, podcast podcast.neverlandpodcast.com. Find us on Twitter, NeverlandPCast, and on Facebook. We have both a fan page and a group. It's easier for me to share things to the group, so that's where we can go, and we can have some conversations over there. But I think we need to wrap this up, so you know how we always end this show, right? Get lost. In an adventure, and I will see you next time.